The Gemara says, you misada, again, we're talking about when you went to the base of Mikdash, so you used to leave the law of him in the base of Mikdash from before Shabbos. So the Tana said in front of Nachman, you set them up on the roof of the Yitzhava, and the next day they throw the law of him to the people that need it. You're trying to set them up on the roof and dry them out. That doesn't make sense. Why would you drive the Lord? Why would you why would you leave the love on the roof? On top of the platforms. They used to have like benches and platforms over there. So that's where they left it. Not on the roof, but in the area that was pla- that had platforms. We had this a few times already. There were two rows of platforms, one inside the other. So Mela, they used to leave the Lulavim on those platforms. That was the Itztava. That's where they used to leave the Lulavim, and that's where they used to take it from. How did they do the mitzvah of Arava? There was a place under Yerushalayim, Vinikra Maitza, it was called Maitza. Yodim Lasham, they went down there, Umalakti Nisham, Murbiyoiz Shalarava, they took from there. Sticks of Arava, Uboin, Vizait for Nesam Bitsidiam is Beach. They came and they stood up at the side of the Mizbeach, Viroshean, Kfufin Agabiam is Beach, and the top of the Aravis leaned over on the Mizbeach, Toku, Verio Vitaku, they blew Tkia, Chua Tkia, Bechol Yoim, Makifin Esam is Beach. As every day they surround them as Beach one time, like we do by Hishanis. So we don't say that, but they used to say, which is a shame. Hashem Rashi says, very interesting Rashi, Rashi Cheshbin Zaf on the Psukim in Parshas Bishalach. Rashi makes a Cheshbin, the shame HaMefayrash of the 72 letters are in the Psukim in the beginning by Parshas Bishalach, by the beginning of Kriyas Yamsuf. Fascinating Rashi. So Rashi Cheshbin that the first letter and the last letter and the middle letter make up this name, Vav Kevav. That's the name over here. And it's a name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, that's the name they used to say, Aniva Ku Haishiana, which we, that we do do, that we say when we say Hashanis. So that's what Yehuda said. That's the Nusach that you say. V'Hoisayim, this is the day of Haishan Rabbah, Mekifan Esam Ezbeach, Shalopamim, they surround them Ezbeach seven times, Bishas Petirasan, when they were leaving, Mahinaimim, what did they used to say when they left him Ezbeach? They used to say that this Aveda is beautiful for you, Ms. Bech. They used to talk to them, Ms. Bech. And to you, the Mizbech, meaning the Aveda that we're doing, is beautiful for the Rebbein Shalom and for the Mizbech. Just like they did during the week with the Aravis they used to do on Shabbos. They used to pick it from Arab Shabbos, right, because you can't cut it on Shabbos. They used to leave it in golden containers, water, golden containers that are water in it. Today, that it shouldn't get wilted, shouldn't get ruined. 
They used to bring lulavim. Rabbi Yechem Berke says an interesting minig. He used to bring lulavim. And they would bang it on the ground. On the next to the mizbeach. So this is the first time we see mefurish the concept of banging something on the ground. So they didn't bang the aravis. They banged lulavim. But it's interesting. This is the first time we mention this concept. What are we looking at over here? Oh, I missed it. Okay, this is the stuff. Kafal Haya, these are the, uh, it's the various benches that they had in the Mizbech. Very interesting, when you see it, it gives you a whole different picture of it. But anyway, okay, so they used to take it and they used to bang it on the ground. That day was called the day of banging Charoyas, which is Lulavim. This is all in Nishan Rabbah. The older people grab the lulavim from the younger kids. It was like a day of Simcha. So they made Simcha, so they used to grab away the lulavim from the children. The Eichlin Esrig, again, they used to eat the Esrig of the children, which is an obvious question. You should not be allowed to eat the Esrig. The Allah is, you're not allowed to eat the Esrig on Yom Tiv on Cholamayit, because it's Muksa. It's meant for a mitzvah. So how they allowed to take the esrig of the children and eat it? We'll see in the Gemara about that. But Akabon, that's what they used to do, huh? Oh, very good, Nachum. The Gemara's going to talk about that. It's from the kids. And that's why it's Motu. We're going to see in the Gemara about this concept. We're going. We're talking about the place where the where they used to take their ovis from. It was called Mokim Kalanya, a place which is potter from paying from paying taxes. That's Malkim Kalanya means a place that's potter from paying taxes. Why do they call it Maitza? So they hik the Tanakama. The Tana called it Maitza, but the point was it's a place that was not Meshubid to taxes, a very special place, and that's the place where they took the Aravis from. They used to stand it next to the Mizbeach. Tana, the Brisa says, Rabbis, Ve'aruchais, they were either rakas, some are geyser, some are geyser. they were rakas, they were soft, some, our Lashon is Rabbis, they were uh, a lot, Ve'aruchais, and long, Ugevoyais, Achas, Echares, Ayama, they were 11, Amas tall, Kadeshu Geiches, Ala Mizbeach, Ama, in order that they should be able to lean on the Mizbeach and Amma. That's why it was 11 Amas tall. So the Gemara says like this. Very interesting. You see from here that they used to put on the Yisoyed. The Mizbeach was made up. This was the whole Mizbeach. There was the Yisoyed, that was the bottom part. There was the Soiviv, that was the middle part. And then there was the top part. We're going to see in a second the Cheshbin. So the question is, did they put the Aravas on the floor? And then it would be leaning on the Mizbeach? Or do they put it on the Yisait? So the Gemara is proving from the fact that we just said that it's 11 Amis tall and it was able to go on the Mizbeach and Amma, obviously you put it on the Yisait. Why? If you put it on the ground, the Mizbeach went up an Amma and in an Amma, that was the Yisait. The Yisait was an Amma tall and an Amma in. Allah Chamish, it went up five Amis, the Khanis Amma, and it went in Amma, Zel Saiviv. So five Amis up, one Amma in, that's the Saiviv. Allah Shalish, it went up another three Amis, Zehu Makim Akronis. This is the place where the Kronis were, these are the Kronis, other Mizbeach, 
This is the place of the Kronis. So it's not possible that it should be leaning on the Mizbeach. Why? You have one Emma, two Emmas, because it has to go over the indentation. So it's one, two, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Right? Or if you go up, it's nine, ten, eleven. It's not going to be able to reach onto the Mizbeach and Emma if it's standing on the floor. So you put on the Yisoyed, so you cut out the two Amis of Yisoyed. So now you start from here. So you have five, go in six, seven, eight, nine, and then it leans over. I guess it probably swooped over a little bit, and Amelia was an Amma on top of his back. And that was the Cheshman, how you could have an Amma of the, of the Aravis leaning on top of his back. What does the Pasuk say this concept? You should put on Yom Tev Avaisim. Avaisim is a lotion of trees. You should, ta- you should surround the Mizbeach until the Kronis of the Mizbeach, which the Kronis were in Amma are over the Mizbeach. So Mela, the, that's how you know it has to go in Amma on top of the Mizbeach. And Mela, that is the Cheshbin, uh, that that was a uh, a um, uh, an ammo. Anyone that takes a lulav when it's tight, when it's bound, meaning that's the way you take a lulav. and a hadas in its avos, which means it's like chains. That's how hadasim look. carbon. The British considers it as if you built a mizbeach and you make a carbon shenemer is so you see specifically that we're focusing on the it's as if you brought a carbon. And again, because, so what's the pshat? Why is it as if you brought a carbon? Whenever Chazal say it's as if you brought a carbon, the essence of a carbon is that a person's machnia himself. Whenever Chazal talk about as if he brought a carbon, we had it a few times. When a person washes his hands, certain times that a person does certain things, it's considered as if he brought a carbon. The essence of a carbon is to be machnia yourself. The Dalad Minim, well, each one represented the main Avarim in a person. When a person used to shake a Dalad Minim, it demonstrated subservience to their Banishlam. So therefore, when a person took it, it was considered as if he brought a carbon. Oh, so it's not. So the reason why he doesn't say the yes again there is because the puzzle doesn't say it. The puzzle says isu chag ba'avaisim ad kanasim esbech. So we're learning avaisim would be referring to the lulav and the hadasim, which is the uh, others. The question. So you have a good question. Why doesn't the why doesn't the mention the the uh, the pasuk mention the uh, the uh, the uh, other minim? And it's possible because the lulav represents the spine, which is all the actions of a person, and the hadasim represent the eyes which obviously is the first thing that a person has to control. So it could be that sort of focusing on those two things. But yeah, well, it's coming from the Pasuk. The question is why the Pasuk says that. Where does the word Isru Chag come from? Someone that makes an Isr to the Chag with Achila and Shtia. Rashi says to Pshatim. Either it means you make an Isr, you make a, a group on Yom Tiv, and you make Achila and Shtia, you make a party on Yom Tiv, you make Simchas Yom Tiv. That's one. Isr Lechag. You make a, a group of Chavra that are Isaac 
in Achila and Shtiyo, which is a Chosh Vizach, and that's number one, that's one Pshan Rashi. And the other Rashi, other Pshan Rashi is, the day after Sukkot, the day after Yom Tev, you make a Shtikol Suda, that's called Isru Chag, that comes in this, this Gemara, according to Sakim Shana Rashi. So a person is supposed to make a shtikal suda on Isru Chag. So if a person makes an Isru Lachag, either it's talking about on Yom Tiv, or it's talking about after Yom Tiv, Ma'alav HaKasav Kilobonim Izbeach, V'hekev Alok Karben, Shanem HaIsru Chag Ba'avaisim, Adkanesim Izbeach. The Pasuk says Isru Chag, and it says Adkanesim Izbeach. It's considered as if you brought a carbon on the Izbeach. Omer Chizki Omer B'yirmiya Mishom, Rab Shimon Men Yerichai, you can only be Yaitse Mitzvah if the item that you're dealing with is the way, is the natural way that it grows, meaning bottom down and top up. By the Krashim, it says Aimdim, which means you cannot lie down the Krashim. The Krashim have to be standing like a tree the way they grow. You don't lie down the Krashim, you stand them up, and you see from that. That all mitzvahs you only yaitzeh derech gedelos and tanya namiyachid. The brayso says atzei shitim oimdim shaimdim derech gedelos and they stand the way that they grow. The verachar oimdim shemamidim es tzipuyan they hold up the gold covering. The crushes were made out of wood and they were covered with gold. So you you um the the cover of the crushes was supported by the crushes themselves. And the, the cover was not able to stand on its own. And it, it needed to crush him to hold it up. That's where Rashi explains. So that's Mamidim Es It was attached to the Keresh. And the Keresh held up the gold. So that's Mamidim Es Tzipuyam. Tavarachar Aimdim. Therb Shadon Aimdim. Shema Taimer Ovid Sivram Ubatil Sikuya. Maybe you would think that there is no hope for the crush him to come back once the Ayal Mayed was Nignaz, the crush him are done. Maybe there's no more crush him. Tamalaymir Atse Shitim Aindim Shaimdim Loilam Uliomir Lam and the Atse Shitim stand forever. And again, it's not we don't have them physically, they're buried somewhere, but they will stand forever and ever. And the reason is because they were built with mysterious Nefesh, with purity of Klayasarl, it's the only Mikdash that was built like that. It was the purest Mikdash that was built, and therefore it lasts forever. The Krushim, even the Krushim, lasts forever because something that is done with the right intentions in mind lasts forever. says, I can patter the entire world. Min Hadin, what was unique about Shimon Yechai? What was it? What did Shimon Yechai personify? He personified Amuna and Betachin. We had him in the beginning, in the middle of Mesaches Brachis. We had him in the Ma'ara. Shimon Yechai personified the concept of relying on the Rabbi Shalom. And therefore, Shimon Yechai said, Yochalani lifter as Kaloelam Kulai, Min Hadin. When a person lives with Amuna and Betachin, he is niftar from din. Person wants the biggest chos to be approached to Yom Hadin. What's the biggest chos? The David Hashemayri, Kaveh Al Hashem, Chazak, V'yamed Slibecha, V'kaveh Al Hashem. That's why we say that capital. When a person increases his reliance on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he is niftar min hadin. And the oimik is, 
because who is able to walk in to his father's house, doesn't have any problem going into the office, out of the office, getting what he wants? A child. An Eved, even a Talmud, doesn't, can't just go in whatever he wants. He has to get permission. He has to get Rishos. He's not a Ben Bayis. When a person feels like a child to the Rebbe a person feels like the Rebbe taking care of him, then he has a whole different connection with the Rebbe and then he is in and out. He, the, the rules and regulations that generally apply in the world do not apply to someone that lives in with the Mahalach of a Ben Le'aviv, le which is the essence of a Munah Betachin. And then Rabbi Shemin Yechai said, I have this chos. He had such a strong uh, relationship with the Rebbe with the Munah Betachin, that he was able to be pater the entire world. Min Hadin, Miyoim, Shenivresi, Ayata. From the time that I was created until now, he was able to pater Kolo'ilam Kulay. Minadin, Mariduki Gemar, Vilmali Alazar Benimi, and with the Schos of Abelazar Benim Shimon, who also had a tremendous level of Munah Mitachin, Miyayim Shanivra Ha'ilab, Vyad Achshav, from the creation of the world until now, Vilmali Yaisam Ben Uziyahu Imanu. Most people never heard of this individual. Who is Yaisam Ben Uziyahu? Who's Uziyahu? Most people never heard of this individual, but Bez Hashem, we are going to learn. We are going to now say for Malachim, four minutes at a time, in Yerushalayim, Mir Kadesh. And we are going to learn about King Uziyahu. King Uziyahu was one of the kings that decided he is going to do Avaida in the base of Mikdash. And he went in to do Avaida and he became a Mitzayah as soon as he walked in. And he lo- they threw him out. The Mitzayah cannot be a Melech. So that he lost the position of Malchus and his son Yaisab took over. But an amazing thing about Yesam was that he refused to be the king. He didn't put the crown on his head. As long as his father was alive, he did not put the crown on his head. He was Mechaber, his father. You see this chos of Ben Yechaber Av, the Pasuk says in Malachi. A Ben respects his father. So Yesam had such a tremendous chashivas for his father that therefore he refused to put on the crown. And that was Yaisam and Uziyo. It's actually today's tefillah year, discussing the concept of glorifying your parents. The Rambam says a person has to look at his parents like Gedele Hadar. The Rambam says, who does that? Who looks at his parents like Gedele Hadar? You can listen to Shem and figure out why. That's Yaisam and Uziyo. He looked at his father, who did an Avera, who became a Mitzayah. He respected his father, and he did not take the crown of Malchus as long as his father was alive. And again, that's the essence of appreciating the concept of Av Leben, and that Yosem treated his father with such respect that therefore he was able to pater from the beginning of the world till the end of the world, he would be able to pater the entire world again because of the union of being Moira, the relationship of Av. When we refer to the Rebbein Shalom as Av, we're Zoycha to get so these three individuals personified that concept. Uh, Yesim was referring to Kibbutz, but a person's mechaber his father. That he wasn't mechayiv to do it. Was me'apidin. There's no mitzvah in Yiras Ha'av. There's two mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah of Mayav and Kavadav. In Kavadav, it doesn't say anywhere that you're not to be king when your father's still alive. It doesn't say that. In, in Mayav, I mean, there's no iser to become king when your father was removed from post. Finished. You can be king, but in Kavadav. That's where it comes from. Kibbutz comes from Ava, 
Moirav comes from Yira, and Yosem and Uziel demonstrated Ava, the relationship of Ava with his father, and therefore he could pater kalo elam kulam in hadin, miyem shiniva elam, fiat an amazing thing. You see another thing, Yosem and Uziel is not mentioned that many times in chess. He had one opportunity, and he grabbed it, and therefore he is mentioned for this concept. person has to realize that sometimes you're faced with a big Nisayan. I was talking to somebody yesterday. Sometimes you're faced with a big Nisayan. You have to realize that that Nisayan might be your defining moment. And this Yesem and Uziel had one story. He wasn't such a famous individual. We never heard of him before. And he's not mentioned. I don't believe he's we ever relate to him too much. He was a tzaddik, but we don't relate to him too much. He wasn't David Melech. He wasn't Shlaime. He wasn't Yeshio, Chizkio. They were very, 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 very strong, very, very Chashvi kings. But for this area, he was Zaycha, and therefore he has the opportunity to pater. He seized his opportunity. He didn't drop it, and therefore he was Zaycha. Rabbi said this is one of the most important Gemaras and Shas. I saw people that are growing, and there's very small, there's very few. He doesn't define what means, but we're going to see in a minute what the outcome of is. But he says, I saw very few B'nai Aliyah. But he tells you one definition of what a Ben Aliyah is. Look at this Gemara. If, he's a th- if there are a thousand B'nai Aliyah, Ani, Ubni Mehen, me and my son, or Beloved of Shimon, are part of the B'nai Aliyah. If there's only a hundred B'nai Aliyah, Ani, Ubni Mehen, me and my son, are from the hundred. If there's only two, Ani, Ubni Hain, me and my son, our B'nai Aliyah. What was he trying to teach us? Before we see what a Ben Aliyah is, what was he trying to teach us? Aliyah, do you remember what Zaydi said? Zaydi, my grandfather, Rav Chaim Levine, said, in this Gemara, a person that's a Ben Aliyah realizes that if there's a thousand people that are B'nai Aliyah, you'll join them. You're part of your B'nai Aliyah. If there's a hundred, you're a Ben Aliyah. No matter how many, even it's only two, you hold your ground. A person doesn't change by how many people are following, how many people are doing. You don't look this way, you don't look that way. You're a Ben Aliyah, whether there's a thousand, whether there's a hundred, whether there's two. You're there, you come, you learn, you're Maisenafish and Abanishan. Forget about everybody else. It's you and him. And that is the first trait that the Torah describes. As a Ben Aliyah is an individual that doesn't care how many people are joining him. He does what he has to do. And he has to go over to your children. That's the second thing. That's the person has to remember. You have to put, this is the second thing you have to put on your fridge. If there's only two people that are doing what I think is right, I don't care. Me and my son could be the only two people doing it. But it's me and my son. That's what Shimon Yechai taught us. That's my grandfather's explained it. And had to understand this Gemara. I don't remember if he said it for himself, he said it for somebody else, but that was the Pshat he said. Are there so few Pinei Aliyah in the world? Listen to this Gemara. There are 18,000 Doris that stand in front of the Rabbeinu Shalom that are able to stand and have a Gilu Shechina, Shenemar, Saviv, Shmoina, Eser, Eleph. Surrounding the Rabbi Nishlam is 18,000. So you see that there's 18,000. So why is he saying there's so few? 
Vaikasha, Hadim is takli, Paspaklayamiya, Hadalaim is takli, Paspaklayamiya. Someone that's able to see Paspaklayamiya, to see the Brunishlam clear. That's very few. That's B'nai Aliyah. And someone that's not Mistakel, that's, there's many people that are Tzadikim. They have Ashur HaShashchina, but they're not Mistakel, it's a big Chedesh, because we know one individual that was able to be Mistakel, and the Gemara in Sukkot says, no, there were more. It was Shimon Yechai, and maybe more. B'nai Aliyah. So again, we don't know. The Gemara doesn't say why he was a Ben Aliyah, but we do know why Shimon Yechai personified. Shimon Yechai personified a clear view of the world. When he walked outside and he saw Rahman al something going on, he saw Midas HaChesed of the Rabbi Nishalom. Even if he heard bad news, he saw Midas HaChesed of the Rabbi Nishalom. He viewed the world with Aspaklaya Hamir. Sometimes people have a clouded vision. And to them it looks like there's an Esau. I have this guy, we're more of talking about this concept in the Betachan Shur. I have this Yid that keeps sending me emails. How could it be that if something bad could be good? How is it possible every three days he sends me another email? That's Aspaklaya Sheinam Yira. A person has to be able to see Aspaklaya Mir when you're struggling with something. You tell yourself, Gam zu letayva. That who is of Shimon Yechai's Rebbe? Rabbi Akiva. Who is Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe? Nachamish Gamzu. The Mahalach of Shimon Yechai. Shimon Yechai was the peak Reb, peak Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was the Iker Talmud of Nachamish Gamzu. The Gemara says Shimish. Nachamish Gamzu. So Reb Nachamish Gamzu was Mechadish. This concept. You have to have a spaklaya hamir. You have to view the world with a clear vision. Don't get clouded. That is a person that Zaycha, the Bnei Aliyah, is someone that understands that your Bnei Shalom loves you, a Yid never breaks, a Yid never bends, his Tata loves him, that's Aspaklaya Hamira, and it gets cloudy, and you got to keep repeating it to yourself. That's Bnei Aliyah, Umuatinhei. Frat Gemara, Umi Zotri Kuli Hai, is there so many few, so few Bnei Aliyah, this is where the concept of the Lamed Vav Tzadikim comes from. Everybody discusses the Lamed Vav Tzadikim. You know who's more chashiv than the Lamed Vav Tzadikim? A person that lives with Hamuna and Betachen. He's more chashiv. This guy, Alam Vav Tzadik. Yeah, don't be Alam Vav Tzadik. Live with Hamuna and Betachen and you'll be a lot more greater than the Lamed Vav Tzadikim. Let's see the Gemara inside. We, we always have these pictures from Abshleima, Zechran Lavracha, of the Lamed Vav Tzadik that lived in the, in the, in the uh, forest. He looked like uh, whatever. He was a Lamed Vav Tzadik. A Lamed Vav Tzadik is the guy that gets up in the morning, he goes to work, he learns whatever he has to do, and he has Emunah in the Rabbi Nishlam. That's the real, you can't sing a song about that. It's not so exciting. But I can put him, that's the real Tzadik. That's the highest Madrega. That the Rabbi Shalom loves, and let's see it inside. Zatik Gemara, Umi Zutri, Umi Zutri Kuli Hai. This guy skipped the word. Udi Mistakli, Paspaklaya Mi'ira, Umi Zutri Kuli Hai. The people that look, Paspaklaya Mi'ira, there's so few. The Amir Abayabai says, Loi Pachis Alma, Mitlasin Vishita, Tzadiki, Dimikabli, Apishchina, Bechayim. The world doesn't have less than 36 Tzadikim that accept the uh, the face of the Shechina every day. Shenema Ashrei Kol Chaychei Loi. Praiseworthy is Chaychei Loi. What does Chaychei mean? Ashrei Kol Chaychei Loi. What does the word Chaychei mean? Anybody know? What? Huh? 
Very good. Achak Eloi, Bechoyim Sheyavai. So the Torah is saying, Allah Medvav is a Chay a person that he's waiting for the Yeshua, and the Yeshua doesn't come, and he continues waiting. That's Chay Chay Loi. That's the Chazal Dashin, the Lamedvav Tzadikim. And Chazal say, Lamedvav, Begimatria Tvasim Vishita, is Gematria 36. Havu, so the 36 Tzadikim that wait for their Rabbani Shalom, so Lachaya. It's more than, there's more than two. There's, there's, there's 36. Why does it sound like there's only two? Or I'll put a minimal two. So kasha. The one that goes in, shus, needs Rishos to get into the Rabbani Shalom, that's the Lamed Vav Tzadikim. The people that go in, Shalai Rishos, the people that feel like their Mamesh Ben, by their father, they can walk in whenever they want, that is B'nai Aliyah, and they are Muatim, and that's what the Gemara is saying. A very Yisraelis Diki Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Yechai, was able to patter Kalal and Kulim and Hadin, and Allah Ba'imir, the message is besides dancing and doing whatever you have to do, the message is Ashrei Kalchai Chayloi. The message is to realize the Rabbi Shalom is your father, and that's how a person approaches and he's able to come in. Beloi Rishos, that was the Madriga of Rabbi Shimon Yechai. When they left the Mizbeah, when they left the when they left the Avoid of the Aravis, what did they say? So the one the second sheet in the Mishnah said, they said, They put together the Rebbeinu Shalalam, there's a Blazer. You can't do that. The Hakamishatif, Shem Shemayim Adariacher. You're putting together the Rebbeinu Shalom with something else. Betanya, Kalamishatif, Shem Shemayim Adariacher, Nekam and Ailam. A person that's Mishatif, Shem Shemayim and something else is Nekam and Ailam. What does it mean to be Mishatif, Shem Shemayim Adariacher? It means to say, I'm going to go to work today and reach Hashem. I'm going to make a lot of money. So if you mean that the Hashem is going to, going to be Matzliach Vesedim, but if it's you and him, he's your co-pilot, so then it's Mishatif, Shem Shemayim, Fedavayacha. They said the Hashem first. Leka. The Hashem's name was first. But you can't put the Hashem together with something else. It's not a Mirz Hashem. It's not bad. I mean, you could say the words. But you have to mean it's the Rabbi Shalom. You're just doing your Ishtadlis. And the Rabbi Shalom is the one that sends Pranasa. And that's a person that lives with Shem Shemayim. Call him a shout of Shem Shemayim with Avrachar. Nekam and Oilam Shenemar. Bilti Lashem Levadai. Fehol Levadai. Asa Isa Vyasa Lachalamasim. It's only. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and nobody else, no Baal Bechira, nobody else, someone called me on Friday and told me over, Amar Mokum, we discussed about it, that a Baal Bechira could affect your life, Rechmano Utslan, it's Kfira, person should never think like that, and therefore that's this Gemara, Kal Meshatif, Shem Shemayim V'davar Acher, Nekar Min Ha'elam, Bilti, L'Hashem Levadar. So, Fethi Marakasha, L'Chari, you hear you saying, L'cha, L'cha, U'l'cha, you're putting them as Be'ach, together with the Ben Shalom. We're being made to the Rabbi Nishlom, and to the Mizbeach, we praise. So we're not putting them together. We're thanking the Rabbi Nishlom, and we're praising the Mizbeach, the Makam of Aida. To the Rabbi Nishlom, we do Aida. And to the Mizbeach, we call some, which is different Lashon of praise. Haidah is only to the British Lam. Haidah doesn't go to anybody else. Maidim Anachno Lach. Haidah, which is acknowledgement that, the, that he's the source of everything, is only to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to nothing else. 
What does the Birchanam and Birka hold? That they took Lulavim and they banged it next to the Mizbech. The Pesach says Kapos, which is a plural. One for the Lulav and one for the Mizbech. There's a Kasev that you take a Lulav and you bang it by the Mizbech. For Abad and Amri, Kapos Ksev, it says it without a vav, so it's a loshen yachid, so may also only the lov, not the mizbech. <coughs> Ablevi Aymer, Ablevi says, different shot, kitomer. We're coming to say the praise of Klaiso. The Klaiso is like a tomer. My tomer is a echad, just like the tomer. Only has one lave, only has one, only has one, the way the tomer tree is set up, there's one main. Uh, uh, think, uh, the sap of a tree has one main channel that it goes through the tree. It doesn't, not, doesn't spread around all the trees like a regular tree. There's one lathe that goes through the tree. Uh, so to Klai, so only have one lathe to the Rabbi And that's why we bang them, not because of the Pasuk, but because of this beautiful Remez that Klai, so only has one lathe. You make a bracha on the lulav of all seven days of Yom Tev. And a sukkah is one day. You only make a bracha the first day. You do not make a bracha every day on sukkah. My time up. By a lulav, where the days and the nights are separate. There's no mitzvah of lulav by night. Each day is a mitzvah for itself. By a sukkah, there's a mitzvah of sukkah by night too. So basically it continues straight through. From the morning, from the, for all seven days, is a straight mitzvah of sukkah. So kulu, shiva, kechad yoyma, Therefore all seven days is considered one long day. An amazing chiddush. You only make the, the bracha on the sukkah one day, and that's it. And the rest is a continuation of the, of the first day. He says the opposite. A sukkah you make a bracha on every day of the seven days, but a lulav you only make a bracha on one day. My taima sukkah deraisa a sukkah which is minatayra you make a bracha all seven days. Shiva lulav deyabanan sagale bichad yema lulazolamidayabanan and therefore you do not make a bracha on a mitzvah deyabanan. That's what he seems to say, and therefore it's only one. Day, and that's what he holds that all of it, you only make a bracha on it the first day, which is Midiraisa and no other days. <coughs> Go like Rabbi Bachana, which Rabbi Bachana says that you make a bracha on the sukkah all seven days. I skipped the When Rabbi came, he said that you make a bracha all. Seven days on the lulav and on the sukkah. On my base of Nikait, to Rabbi Bachana Biyadcha, to Kulam Rai Kaimikavasei, Bissukkah, Gola Gabba Bachana Akapanim, Benagea Sukkah, meaning Paskin by Sukkah, that it's seven days, because all the Amiraim go like him, they make a bracha all seven days. So because we have Machlaikis, do you make a bracha every day on the lulav and on the sukkah or not?